today's podcast, we're going to continue talking about the Holy Spirit. And we're going to be looking at the Holy Spirit as a person. And we're going to look at some of his uh, uh, attributes or those that those qualities that are ascribed or that belong to him. Now, the first thing you want to know and understand is that the Holy Spirit is a person. He is the third person of the Godhead. He is not an it. And I want you to turn over, if you have your Bibles handy, to the Gospel of John, chapter 14. We're going to look at verses 16 and 17. So turn over in your Bibles to John, chapter 14, verses 16 and 17. And Jesus is speaking here. And I use the King James Version of the Bible. That is my favorite version to use because it does have the Strong's Concordance connected to it. And that gives me a better way to interpret what the scripture is actually saying when I can look at the the uh, meaning of the words in Hebrew and in Greek. So that's something that you want to consider as you're studying. I know they have many versions that interpret for you, but for me personally, I like to study the Bible and study it out for myself and then let the Spirit of God give me uh, you know, revelation and understanding. But if you don't know how to study your Bible, uh, I use the King James, like I said, because it has a strong concordance connected with it. So let's get started. We're talking about the Holy Spirit as a he. And it's so important for us to uh, know how to operate with the Holy Spirit because it's there's the Holy Spirit within, there's the Holy Spirit upon, and there's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And we're going to uh, to talk about each one of these areas as we move along in this teaching. Uh, my heart is for you to just understand the basic personality of the Holy Spirit and not just try to, you know, make make him into something or make it into something that is that is, you know, spooky or or what someone else is telling you about Holy Spirit. You as a believer need to understand how you and how he functions in your everyday life 24/7. Now, in John chapter 14, verses 16 and 17, I'm going to start there and Jesus is speaking and he says, and I will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. So Jesus is referring to him as he, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it sees him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him for he dwells with you and shall be in you. Now, remember in, in our last podcast, when Jesus breathed on the disciples and said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Now, the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit are the same. It's just the different references in the scripture and how he's referred to. Now, it says the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. So you can't really receive the Holy Spirit or have the Holy Spirit within you or operating in your life if you are not a believer, if you're not a Christian. You just can't have it. It just doesn't work that way. Because why would a father give something to someone that is outside of his family? It's just like when you are, uh, uh, you've are you been adopted into a family and, and they allow you to maybe go into their refrigerator. You can't just go into a stranger's house and open their refrigerator. It doesn't work that way. So God has intended the spirit of truth to be our comforter. As it says in John chapter 14, verse 16, it says the comforter. He is the comforter that comes that he may abide with you or, or live with you forever. So that's very important as well. When you're talking about he's our advocate, he's our intercessor. And, and abide just means to, to, to live in a place. It means to continue to dwell there. So 
he may abide with you forever. So that doesn't mean he's with you this day and not with you that day. Or I feel the Lord this way or I feel the Lord that way. It's not about the feeling so much as if as if you know that the spirit of God is with you so that you he is your comforter. You can call upon him uh, in times of, of distress or he may be speaking to your heart about something that something told me sometimes people call it. So let's continue to look at the person of the Holy Spirit as we say he is the comforter. Now I want you to turn over to John chapter 15. And we're going to go to verse 26. John chapter, the gospel of John chapter 15, verse 26. It says, but when the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the father, even the spirit of truth, he's called the spirit of truth once again, which proceeds from the father, he shall testify of me. Jesus is speaking here. He shall be a witness to me. See, Jesus is going to the Father, but he's sending us a comforter. He's sending us an intercessor. He's sending us an advocate here on the earth so that we're not left orphans or, or left out here just, you know, without any type of, of ability to, any ability. And what I'm trying to say is that ability to be successful as believers. So he is a personality. Now we want to look at also, um, 2 Corinthians, I'm going to go over there, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, and we're just settling in to understand that the Holy Spirit is a person, and we, we have to look at the scriptures and identify in scripture the, and validate what we're talking about through the scriptures. I'm not trying to uh, set up anything or, or say anything that's not in the, in the word of God, and I use, the, like I said, the King James Version or the Holy Bible. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14, and it reads, 2 Corinthians 13 and 14, it says, The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy, Holy Ghost be with you all. So it is talking, and we're talking about the Holy Spirit and the communion. Communion is really just partnership. How can you have a partnership with someone if they're not a person? You can't. You can't have a partnership with them. So think about that as you are uh, meditating on the word of God and, and go back and, and meditate on these scriptures uh, more and more as you learn about the Holy Spirit. And I want to go ahead and, and move over to Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 8, verse 27. Now we're just establishing the fact that the Holy Spirit is a person. And when you're a person, you have a mind, you have a will, you have emotions, so let's look at Romans chapter 8. It's in the New Testament. And we're going to look at verse 27. And it says, And he that searches the hearts. Okay, I'm going to back up to verse 26. I'm going to start with verse 26. Romans chapter 8, verse 26. It says, Likewise, the Spirit. Now, if you have a King James Version, you can see that the Spirit is capitalized. So it's not talking about just any spirit or a person's spirit. It's talking about the Holy Spirit. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now here it's talking about praying in the Spirit. So we'll get into that a little bit later in another podcast. Now Romans chapter 8 verse 27 says, And he that searches the hearts 
knows what is the mind of the spirit. Now that's the key that we want to look at today. That's the mind of the spirit. So the mind is just like your, it's that mental, it's that purpose, the mind of the spirit, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Now that is really, really good news when it comes to that, because the spirit of God is making intercession and intercession in this particular scripture reference, it means to chance upon, that is to confer. It means to deal with, to make, to make intercession, to entreat in favor of. He is searching the hearts of the saints according to the will of God. So it is important to pray in the spirit, but we're not talking about that this right at this moment, but we're talking about identifying the Holy Spirit as a person. So he has a mind. So the mind of the spirit, he has a will. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and we're going to look at verse 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, we're going to go over to verse 11. He has a will. It says, but all these worketh one in the selfsame spirit, dividing to every man severally or individually as he will. So he does have a will. So he has a mind, he has a will, and we're going to go over to back to Romans chapter 15, and we're going to see that the Holy Spirit has emotions. Romans chapter 15, verse 30. And so you can see here in Romans chapter 15, verse 30, it says, Now I beseech you, brethren, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake, and for the love of the Spirit, and the Spirit is capitalized here, that ye strive together with me, in your prayers to God for me. So the love of the spirit. Now we know that love is a very, very powerful emotion. And in John 3, 16, the, the word of God says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So we know how how strong uh, 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 an emotion love is. So we're going to end it right here and we'll continue and looking at the emotions. We're going to continue just looking at the, the personality or the attributes of the Holy Spirit, because if we don't understand that, it's going to be very difficult to, for us to have that relationship with God. When we talk about a relationship with God, we're still talking about that relationship with the Holy Spirit. And how does he speak to you? Where does he speak to you? And, and there's so many examples in the word of God. You need to understand this is God or you need to be able to discern whether this is God or this is not God. If, if that something told me, if you're born again, most most likely it is the spirit of God leading you. But if you're not, it's, you know, you just, you just need to receive him as your Lord and savior. And God always opens that door for us to receive him as his savior through, through the word of God. So just continue on to meditate on the scriptures that I gave you today. Go back and look at those, you know, don't take my word for it. Get you a strong concordance. Also, I do encourage you, or you can use one of the online uh, uh, resources uh, that has a concordance with it that gives you the definitions of every word that is in the scripture so that you can search it out for yourself. So thank you so much for tuning in and we will continue on with looking at the personality of the Holy Spirit and how he operates in our everyday lives. Thank you so much for tuning in and you have a great one. Thank you.